What is going on, guys? Your boy Elroy here, and welcome back to the Your Boy Elroy MMA podcast. I am your host, Josh Prep Igina, and we are back. This is <clears throat> the first episode of the new year, and I must say, I am so excited to be back in 2023 this podcast has been going on since 2019 and there is no sign of stopping at all especially in 2023 I feel like this podcast is going to be bigger better and I am so excited if it's your first time here thank you for joining us I am Josh. I am an MMA fan. I am a believer. I am a father. And um, I'm someone who loves to podcast. <laughs> I am a serial podcaster. Um, no matter what, no matter when, no matter where, I'm liable to drop a podcast. <laughs> and, excuse me. And, um, 2023 we're back all MMA all the time because that is the namesake of this podcast as well as there is a second show coming so I wanted to make sure I was able to separate the two and um, yeah this stays the MMA podcast because that's what I love so without further ado um, this is what we're going to do, okay? Um, intro- podcast will go as followed from now on. Introduction, okay? Um, any opening remarks, whether I say, you know, uh, it's been, you know, talk about my day, whatever. Then we'll go over the news, and if there's a card to preview or review or both that's what we will do um there is no card this week so this is going to be a very news heavy show especially with all the stuff that is going on in the world of mma at the moment so let's get into some opening remarks uh this week has been better i have bounced back (laughs) From the flu to end 2022, Uh, that thing tried to take me out. I was out of work for about 10 days, and um, it was rough. If you heard last week, my voice was not there. Um, I had to, excuse me, I had to edit a ton because it was stopping and, you know, cover the cough this and that that and this it was it was a lot but this week I feel much better um the the house as a whole actually feels better my wife my daughter it is it is good to be in Nagina right now (laughs) my vice this week has been Pokemon Violet for the Nintendo Switch I've had it for a while um when I first got it um, my brother Wilson said, hey, I want to play Mario Odyssey. 
would you like to try Pokemon Violet? I said, of course. And, um, man, it was really bad at first, like the gameplay. And I still think it's a bad Pokemon game, but I can't lie. It's still a Pokemon game and it is still addicting. Like right now, I could not (laughs) put it down. I had to say, I have to record, so I had to put it down, but I'm battling the Elite Four. I'm on the third member at the moment, and I put it down because (laughs) I lost by maybe 10 HP. Like, I I was running out of Pokemon, and my... (laughs) I didn't have enough time to do the potion and then try to do a quick move with some speed so I lost I said you know what turn it off I'm gonna go back to this battle after I record where I can it can have my full attention (laughs) but um yes I will say this scent of the day if you guys have listened to me before you guys know I am a fraghead scent of the day is aqua kenzo by Kenzo, it is a beautiful scent, um, but that's all I say, because we're not going to talk fragrance on this podcast, uh, this week has been incredibly interesting when it comes to MMA, uh, with no card until next, not this weekend, but next weekend, um, we've really had to kind of rely on the news to get us our fix now yes there was a bellator rising card to close out the year and i'm not gonna lie i didn't find it that interesting i didn't even think it was that interesting to talk about so i will not be reviewing that i thought the look it looked great you know the production value uh the fighters look cool but 5-0 5-0 and for Bellator, five decisions is just not that interesting. What is interesting is them making the call on social media, who's next, and KSW accepting the challenge. Now, will this happen? I don't know. Do I love the idea of Bellator just going and promotion against promotion? I do. It is a phenomenal idea. Obviously, it is a very... um, It's interesting because, you know, we've seen it with the UFC and Pride back in the day. It did not work in the UFC's favor. Hence, why the UFC probably wouldn't do it now. (laughs) But, um, you know, I think Bellator can get away with it. It's crazy because we're talking about like this this upcoming year. You know, Bellator, you could say, is number two. If you really like one, you'll probably say they're number two. I think Bellator is hands down number two. Um, holding on to that for dear life, <laughs> especially with some news that we'll talk about in a little bit. But the fact that they're... You know, and Ariel threw this out kind of like willy-nilly. Like, he didn't really say anything. But um, the fact that they're on the market is ridiculous to me. It's like Scott Coker just knows when to get out. Um, I hope 
that you know a promotion that'll use their tape library preferably the ufc would buy it just for that the tape library um but i highly doubt that so we'll see what comes of bellator in 2023 they have a cbs card coming up i believe that's the fedor versus ryan bader fight and um they really have to stack the deck on that card because it's your first time on network television and you're bringing ryan bader who is fine and then you're bringing a legend in fedor who has seen better days especially against the likes of a ryan bader so bellator for sure has to do better in 2023 and they're off to a good start let's just let's just put it like that you know new year's day new year's eve they had a really fun card with a really fun idea in bellator versus ryzen so that you know you have to give it up to them about that another promotion that is not the ufc is the pfl who finished off 2022 with one of the best cards of the year um the pfl championship was so much fun this year um i thought their champions were just like a great assortment of talent that you could say like all right yeah you know rob wilkinson he's only known for losing to izzy in izzy's first fight in the ufc but Rob Wilkerson looked like a world beater in the PFL season. Um, the Canadian gangster, OAM, he was someone who showed so much promise in the UFC, fell on some hard times, and never got that shot again. He took the shot at the PFL, and he crushed it. Um, Brendan Lochnain had a hell of a year, 4-0. But really what we want to talk about is a thorn in the side of MMA just got bigger in Jake Paul signing with the PFL as an MMA fighter. Um, I thought the announcement video was brilliant. It was so YouTube that I just ate it up. It was the most YouTube <laughs> it was the most YouTube MMA video I've ever seen, if this makes any sense. Like, you would never think that Jake Paul would fight MMA, let alone sign to a promotion like the PFL. And he did. Not only did he sign on as a fighter, he is an investor as well. Now, I might be using the wrong terminology. But he is helping head, excuse, I'm sorry. He is helping head their, let me get the exact name because um, it is interesting. It's called a super fight division. It's a pay-per-view cards where they have super fights. And Jake Paul will be on one of those cards. It seems like they're going to air two this year. So Paul and his business partner, Nikisa Badarian will own an equity share of the PFL now. 
along with launching this super fight division. Nikisa Bedarian will help in fighter relations, I believe, as well as Jake Paul. He was talking about um, working something with the fighters, making sure they get paid well. Uh, the super fight division will have a fifty per at least fifty percent pay per view revenue share, um, and the like. This is already big news, but the even bigger news was in the video tweeted from the official PFL social networks. Um, he offered a two fight deal to Nate, where they would fight in boxing, and then six months later fight under MMA rules um now Jake Paul we know has hands he has very um very good boxing skills for someone who's been doing it such a short amount of time um real power and he's a big dude I think he's been fighting at like 190 um he is also like a lifelong wrestler as far as like he did it through high school. I believe he grew up doing it through middle and elementary school. Some of my earliest memories of Logan Paul was his vines where he would do the supermarket wrestling where he would pull up in a supermarket referee next to him he'd be wearing a jumpsuit he'd rip the jumpsuit off to show that he's wearing a singlet and challenge like random people to wrestling some of my favorite vines of all time <laughs> i am a vine guy but um so jake paul clearly has skills in wrestling he's always said and he even showed the proof here where, you know, he's always said MMA first. MMA was always the goal. Um, boxing, you know, he, he just had the easier route to do with people was boxing. But MMA was always something he wanted to do. And I have to agree with the quote from this article on MMA fighting where Jed Mashu says, it's really hard not to like the guy now. And it's true. And I think I said this during like the Anderson Silva thing where it's like, hey, man, he's he's doing it. He's doing it. And I'm here for it. Um, congratulations, Jake Paul. I am. I'm excited. Color me surprised that I am excited to see Jake Paul fight. Uh, he's calling uh, Nate Diaz. Exciting. And, um, yeah, let's go. Jake Paul in the PFL. He's only going to make it bigger. They're already doing big things. I wonder how big they can get with the season format. Just because MMA is all the time, and we're so used to that. I wonder how big the PFL could be with the season format. We will have to wait and see. That's a big story. That's a huge story. And it's crazy to say that there's even an even bigger story. It's 
ridiculous to say that there's a bigger story. But I'm glad that I record on Fridays um, because this is really tough to say. Uh, so New Year's Eve, a video came out of UFC president Dana White and his wife at a club. Um, Dana White whispers something into his wife's ear, grabs her wrist, whispers something to his wife's ear. She proceeds to slap him. And in retaliation, Dana White proceeds to slap his wife back. Um, Now, the video is like a little unclear at the end. I don't know if it was once or twice, but it doesn't matter. He hit her. He He struck her. And it was so hard to watch. Um... I don't care what a woman does. You never place your hands on a woman. Dana White himself would tell you that. You never do it. And he did it. And I don't know what's going to happen. Um, at the time where it came up in the news cycle, it was like a really weird timing because like we had the DeMar Hamlin situation and that was kind of dominating the news. So it kind of went like, it was weird. It wasn't really talked about too much. And then we get the memo from an ESPN Journalists saying that they were told not to really speak about it, which is terrible. Um, And then today, Dana White had came out on TMZ, apologized, said there's no excuse. He has to live up to it. You know, he there's never an excuse to do this, you know, blah, blah, blah. I thought he handled it really well. I think. The TMZ looked weak and kind of softballing him questions, but I thought his answers were great and him kind of refuting everything that they were saying and saying, hey, I don't care. There's no excuse. That was good. Um, it was weird to see Stephen A. Smith kind of be soft on it. Um, I don't care if he's your friend or not. He was wrong. <laughs> um and like I said, the guy from ESPN saying not, you know, most of us don't have this soft of a stance on it, but we were told not to say anything, is mind-boggling to me. Absolutely mind-boggling. But, um, you know, I think that he has to go away for a while and really... He he cannot just be on TV next week. And I don't think he will. I think that he will go away for a while. 
Um, but I think that they have to make a statement where, you know, we're suspending Dana White for so-and-so period. He will have to take these classes. He's also has to donate, you know, pay these fines, blah, 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 blah. All the money would go to women's shelter, blah, blah, blah. They have to throw the book at him. And I don't think firing him is enough. I think that they have to, you know, like I said, suspend him, um, you know, the whole nine classes, counseling, um, like I said, donations, fines, all that. It has to happen. So um, I hope him and his wife work this out. But um, as far as MMA, that is it. There is something that I wanted to. Um, there is something that I wanted to debut on the show. Um, I didn't ask my friends about it yet, but I hope that they are okay with it. Um, this segment is called the Matt Madness Minute, brought to you by the folks over at Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast, where you hear all of the best commentary on wrestling, wrestling figures, and Mandy Rose. In professional wrestling this week, today is January 5th. Yesterday was January 4th, and if you're a wrestling fan, you know that every January 4th, New Japan runs Wrestle Kingdom. This is Wrestle Kingdom 17 live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan, headlined by the defending IWGP heavyweight champion, Jay White, taking on the Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada. Um, decent match. Okada, never in a bad match. Let's be honest. Um, there is something so special about watching Kazuchika Okada. His psychology is off the charts. His wrestling ability is phenomenal, coupled with a talent like Jay White, who is hitting his athletic prime. This was a great main event. Um, unfortunately for them, they had to follow two of the best wrestlers, maybe of all time. They have to be on that list right now. Like, two of the best in-ring performers of all time in Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. This was for the IWGP United States Championship. This was a phenomenal match. Kenny Omega upsetting Will Ospreay and claiming the title that he was the first holder of in the IWGP United States Championship. This was spots galore. This was hard hitting. I enjoyed every second of it. Congratulations to those guys for freaking crushing it. They're starting the year off with a match of the year candidate. This was phenomenal. Kyrie, formerly Kyrie Sane, 
now just Kyrie. She defeated Tom Nakano uh, to continue her reign as IWGP Women's World Champion. This was quick, and this was just a setup for a debut. The debuting Mercedes Monet, formerly Sasha Banks, coming out. New look, new music, new Titantron, and this went over like a wet fart. Someone as talented as Shasha Banks just really did not do a great job in selling herself here. Not only the botch, the really bad promo, uh, I did not like her hair. <laughs> um ring gear is fine but i think this went over like a wet fart it was supposed to be super exciting um it was joked that this was the worst kept uh, secret in wrestling which is totally fine um i think that helped it but i just think that mercedes monet did not do herself any favors here i don't know how she's gonna regain you know, that steam, don't get me wrong, I'm excited. But uh, I think that she has to get in the ring, have a match, and have a damn good one to really make people excited for her <laughs> once again. Hiromu Takahashi defeated Taiji Shimori, El Desperado, and Master Wato to regain the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Keiji Muto, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Shota Umino defeated Bushi, Tatsumi Fujinami, Sanada, and Tetsuya Naito. Tamatanga defeated Carl Anderson for the Never Open Weight Championship. Zack Sabre Jr. became the IWGP Television Champion. Uh, Bishiman defeated FTR for the IWGP World Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. And Catch Tutu defeated Leo for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Championships. Um, overall, really good show. Um, great wrestling as always. Cool to see Shasha Banks in somewhere other than WWE. Uh, like I said, I hate the hair. I really hate the hair. Um, but I'm excited to see her wrestle. And she's going to wrestle a phenomenal wrestler in Kyrie Sane. So it's all good for me. Listen, I'm excited. Um, next week, we'll be talking about AEW and um, what's going on in the WWE. But this week, we had to just keep it to Wrestle Kingdom. It's like their WrestleMania. And it was a great show. So this has been... This week's episode of YBE MMA. I am Josh Prepagini. You can find me on all forms of social media. Elroy Preps in one word. You can find the show on Instagram at YBE MMA podcast as well as Teespring. Teespring.com slash stores slash YBE MMA podcast. If it's your birthday, happy birthday. Love your mothers. I love you, mom. Enjoy the fights. Coming soon, and we'll see you next week.